This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I plan on taking my own life very soon. Why shouldn't I? Well, I'm going to assume this isn't a casual question, you know, that's being put out for the purposes of display. Well, the first thing I would say is you have to think very carefully through the consequences of that for other people. So I've had clients in my clinical practice who never recovered from the suicide of a family member. Decades later, they're still torturing themselves about it. And so that's what you leave behind. Now, the problem is you might be dreaming about that, you know, because maybe you're feeling that life has been twisted against you and that people deserve to suffer for the misery that they've imposed upon you. But I would say, think very, very carefully before you go down that route. You know, it's, it's a terrible thing to leave people with. And so part of the reason that suicide has been illegal in most societies is because it absolutely devastates the people you leave behind. And you might think, well, they, you know, if you're really depressed, maybe you're really depressed. That's a possibility. You might think, well, those people would be better off without me. It's like, and if you get really depressed, you can think that way. And you can even get to the point where you can't think any other way than that. And I would say, if you're at the point where you can't think any other way than that, then you should tell someone and you should go to the hospital. Because that can happen, you know, and it can happen if you get depressed. And there are treatments for depression, you know, and many of them work. For, for some people, antidepressants work like mad. Now, they don't work for everyone, and I'm not claiming that they're a panacea, but they certainly beat the hell out of suicide. Right, and even if they have some negative side effects, and sometimes they do, quite frequently they do, <laughs> the negative side effects aren't fatal. It's like, well, there's certainly, there's the possibility that, that, that your condition is physical, that you're ill in some way, either physically or perhaps you have a psychological problem, maybe you were hurt, or, or I mean, there's lots of reasons that people get depressed that are very, very complex. I would say don't give up hope without don't give up hope and do something final before you've explored all possible options. And if you haven't talked to a psychologist, you haven't talked to a psychiatrist, you haven't tried antidepressants, you haven't revealed to your family or people that care for you that this is how you're feeling, then you owe it to yourself and them to explore every possible avenue before you take such a step. And then you don't want to deprive the world of, who, of, of what you can bring to the world. That's the other thing, you know, you, you have intrinsic value, and you can't just casually bring that to an end. You leave a hole in the fabric of being itself. So, you know, a wise man that I once worked with said, he was a very strange person. He was a psychologist at the maximum security prison in, in Edmonton, and I worked with him for a while, briefly, very briefly, at the prison itself. And he said, you can always commit suicide tomorrow. And and that's a very, like, it's a flippant statement in some sense, but he meant it in a very serious way. It's like, you only get to decide that once. And you can put it off. And so I would say, just put it off, and then put it off some more, and then put it off some more, and see what you can do to put yourself together. You know, you explore every possible option. 
And if, if, you're, if you're so hopeless that you have a suicidal plan, which is a real sign of danger, if you really know how you would do it and you've thought it out, then I would say, tell someone for God's sake, tell them, or go to a hospital and tell them, and for sure try antidepressants, but what the hell do you have to lose? So do everything you possibly can to address the issue before you do something like that. And do give some thought to the people that you're going to leave behind because believe me, you may just absolutely wipe them out in a way that they will never recover from. You cannot fix someone's suicide. You're stuck with it. And you think you torture yourself for the rest of your life. If I would have only known, if I would have only said something different, this particular client talked to her, her relative, a sibling, who committed suicide, like 20 minutes before he committed suicide, probably after he took the pills. You know, and she was kind of preoccupied because you don't know that the person at the other end is at the end of their tether. She never forgave herself for not responding properly in that last phone call. That's a hell of a thing to leave someone with. So I would say, and the final thing I would say is don't be so sure that your life is yours to take. You know, you don't own yourself the way that you own an object. You have a moral obligation to yourself as a, as a locus of divine value, let's say. You can't treat that casually. That's, there's, it's wrong. So those are the reasons. Explore everything you can explore to put yourself back on your feet. All the things. There's all sorts of treatments for depression. Don't leave the people around you with that to suffer from for the rest of their lives. Don't underestimate your value in the world. And don't underestimate the fact that suicide is wrong. And so those are four reasons why you shouldn't end your life soon, or at all, for that matter. So. Our daughter ended her life at 24 due to depression. If someone is determined to end their life, how can one change their mind? Oh, well, first of all, that, that's, I'm very sorry about that. That's a terrible thing. Look. I had this friend, her, sorry, there's been a lot of depression in our family, so it's a question that cuts close to the bone. <clears throat> Anyways, I had this friend. A friend of my parents and her granddaughter committed suicide, you know. She was just beating herself up about that. What could have I done? What could have I done differently? This is the problem with suicide. It leaves everybody behind thinking, oh my God, what could have I done? I could have treated the person better. I could have listened. I could have been there. It's like, and she was just beating herself up about this, really feeling that she wasn't a useful person, that she'd failed as a grandmother. She's a really good person, you know. And so I went for a walk with her and I said, and she, she's married and she likes her husband and he's a really good guy. And I said, um, look, you're, you're blaming yourself for, the, for your granddaughter's suicide. It's like, are you blaming your husband? Are you sitting him down and telling him what a use, useless bastard he was as a grandfather because his granddaughter committed suicide and how he failed completely? She said, no, I'd never do that. So I said, well, don't do it to yourself. No. People, depression is a terrible thing. 
and many, many, many things cause it, and we don't understand. We, we understand some of them, but lots of them we don't understand at all. You know, sometimes people get depressed because they're really sick. We know that depression can be an inflammatory disease. It might be associated with autoimmune dysfunction. There's lots of reasons that people get depressed, and depressed people can go places that are so dark you just cannot imagine it. And it isn't necessarily the case that you can always rescue someone, you know? And, but, but drowning yourself in the aftermath of a suicide is not helpful. So there's a, there's a good room for self-forgiveness there, you know? I mean, maybe you did some things you shouldn't have done that were reprehensible and all of that, but you don't want to beat yourself up. Remember the presumption of innocence, right? Innocent until proven guilty. And you have to apply that to yourself. I don't think, I think there are times when people are so depressed that there isn't anything that anyone can do. You know, and the depressed person thinks, and this is probably the worst part of it, the depressed person thinks everywhere I look it's nothing but catastrophe and there's n I can't see any way out of it I, I can't see any path forward whatsoever and then they think as well and maybe it's the combination of these two thoughts that that really make people suicidal it's like it's hopeless it isn't going to get any better no matter where I turn there's no escape the suffering is unbearable and I'm absolutely no use whatsoever to anyone. It would be better for everyone if I was just gone because I'm going, if I'm not so much of a burden now that it's going to destroy their life, then I'm going to be that much of a burden in the future. And so it's hard to imagine what that's like for people, but it's dreadful. And there's lots of ways you get there. And so you can listen to people, you can desperately encourage them to seek the help they need you know like i've i've seen antidepressants work miracles on very very many people now they don't work for everyone and they're not a panacea but you know they have side effects and all of that but one of the side effects of untreated depression is that you kill yourself and there is no recovery from that and the, the probability is actually rather high so you can go to war with them about antidepressants. If the person can't get out of their depression and they're, and they're suicidal, it's like, what do they have to lose? One month on antidepressants. They'll know, well, they might have to experiment longer because it would depend on, you know, some people respond better to some classes of antidepressants than the others. Um, it's worth having a war with someone if they're in dire straits and they won't do everything they can to get better. ECT works, electroconvulsive therapy works for intractable depression. It's a terrible thing to contemplate, but the modern versions of ECT aren't. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. And again, it's like there's no coming back from death. So, look, it isn't clear. You can't rescue everyone. People get sick and they die. And sometimes the way they die looks like it's depression. Depression is a multifaceted phenomenon. You can be there for them, you can listen, you can watch, you can intervene, you can try to understand, you can hold them accountable, you can do all of those things. But that, but everyone has their own destiny, you know, and you're not omnipotent. And so sometimes a catastrophe occurs, like your daughters, and then and then you should try to drag the least amount of misery forward that you can once you recover from your grief.